0: welcome to Lee and Amy Tackle. Today we're gonna be, uh, this is another kind of ranty episode. Uh, we're gonna tackle go on... everything. Literally like, everything. If but... it
1: moves, it gets tackled. <laughs> That's the <general> <laughs> there's, some,
0: there's some poor old woman just walking and it's like, yo! Tackled to <laughs> <on> the ground. <laughs> Although... <laughs>
1: What what was it that uh, we found out last week? We were looking at like the uh, statistics for the podcast.
0: Like yeah.
1: And it was showing like the age age range. We have listeners between forty five and fifty nine.
0: Yeah, it was like yeah. That's I think it was like th- um, like three percent or something are in that. And I was like, oh, it's nice to know that there's some, just older people being like, oh, I wonder what these idiots are talking about. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like you know, if you are listening to this, you know, thank you for listening. We do yes, appreciate it a lot.
0: <laughs> very much, very much. So,
1: and we also found out we we have a audience in Germany.
0: Yes, which so,
1: Danke, Danke.
0: There you go, there you go. I was like, which one is the one for
1: Germany? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's Danke.
0: I think it is. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go with that. If not, feel free to correct us, Germany. We're all about this. Um,
1: we have a about a third listeners from the US. Yeah, crazy, like you know, Lee and Amy tackle is now global. <laughs>
0: <Good>. <laughs> it's all over the world, man.
1: Yeah, we've got Irish, and we've got uh, apparently some people from the United Kingdom.
0: I know. I wonder who those could be.
1: So, if you're from the United Kingdom, you know, go you.
0: <laughs> Hi Louise. <laughs> Thanks for <the> part. <laughs> well it's
1: forty four percent, so I think it's more than one person.
0: Touche. Touche. No, I'm about this life.
1: You know, I don't think Louise equals the German or the Irish <laughs> support game. <we get. laughs>
0: <laughs> Plot twist this whole time, she's in Germany. <laughs> uh. Uh. Well, there was so we didn't actually record it in that. Just enjoyed those first uh, two and a half minutes of us just basically ass kissing ourselves about our viewership. Hello, Um, but in the
1: it it was also also a thank you.
0: Well, yeah, there is a thank you as well. (laughs) We appreciate you all, Uh, but yeah, we didn't we didn't record this bit. But last uh, last session, we were like, oh yeah, we'll talk about how like furlough life is going. in terms of like our jobs and stuff, and we never mentioned it throughout the whole two hours. So I think it'd be nice just to start off with that and see how we're both doing because we were literally just talking about that then. So if you want to continue, Lee, like how's, <laughs> yeah. how's your furlough life going?
1: It's going all right. I've been doing this podcast, you know. <laughs> but, um, so I returned to work on the 27th of July. However, I was originally a a manager of my cookie dough. I'll be starting with a new company.
0: Ah. A new job. What? what?
1: So the company I'm currently with has just decided as a parting gift, they're just going to leave me on furlough, which is fantastic. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because they've got like whole new systems in place now. So oh, instead of me I... coming back, learning all these new systems, two three weeks, and then going away,
0: yeah, it's just, you might as yeah. well just
1: get someone else in and train them up.
0: Yeah, who's good? Yeah, fair dues.
1: It does make sense. Oh.
0: Yeah,
1: it's one of them. It's, it's it's nice of him to do that for me.
0: Yeah, it
1: means I'll have no, money to travel to work next month.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, where? So where is your your new job?
1: Uh, so it's part yeah. of the civil service. That's Oof. kind of all I want to say.
0: <laughs> no, that's fair. Like, where, like, can you say whereabouts it is? Like, where you have to travel to?
1: Oh, it's it'll be in Liverpool. So, oh, okay, where, where my old subway was, it's just above that.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> we come full circle here. <laughs> go,
1: you know, I might go back and pop in see Lucas. Yeah, he's getting on.
0: Yes, that'd be so cute. Imagine that you go in for the lunch hour, just being like, "Hey," and it's like, "Oh God." <laughs>
1: No 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 see I know what annoys people the most and I'm gonna do exactly that. (laughs) Two p two pm when the Runch lush dies down, I'll come in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're just like this motherfucker.
1: (laughs) I mean I won't get anything because I've got a real dislike for subway food now.
0: (laughs) You know what? That's fair enough.
1: And that like when you know what goes on behind the scenes, you know what goes on behind the scenes. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs)
0: no spoilers but honestly same like you, with um... you know it's been like for me with with Thurla, with like obviously places like mcdonald's and things like that being shut i've literally like i've truly not missed it at all like i thought i thought i would be part of that of the of the people that are like oh my god i really want a Mackey's, but i'm like i'm actually not that bothered
1: yeah i'm i'm, I'm in the same boat with that. It's... I've enjoyed this time off, especially like being like a gamer.
0: Yeah. Able to catch up on some some awesome gaming. But yeah, like, you
1: know, a lot of the time you know, I just spent more time at work, I'd come home and I'd go to bed and I'd wake up in the morning and go back to work. So I didn't yeah. really have time to just sort of do what I enjoy. Yeah. And now I've had That's... four months to do it, it's been pretty good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> No, I feel that that was to be fair. I had I had a, I literally had that conversation with Louise as well because it was like you two you two are really bad workaholics, like the extreme of, <laughs> of workaholics, <laughs> um, and like yeah, it is that thing of now now that we're able to just chill out and play games. Like she was saying the same, she's fallen in love with gaming again, um, and I'm like like I would mine's like like, I never fell out of love, but I I, I get it, because I I didn't really play as many games as I used to. Like, I I was was saying to you before, I don't play a lot of story-based games, so uh, with this time off, it's been nice to play, I know it was a while back, but things like Journey and that, where it's like, fair enough, it's not really a story, but it's, you know, it's not something like Rocket League where I'm literally it, just having stupid fun. Yeah, it's like it's an I experience
1: can... journey, in my opinion. You know, it's
0: just yeah, the eh.
1: <laughs> the environment, the atmosphere is incredible. Yeah, but um, yeah, like, for example, the uh, I mentioned in an earlier podcast, Persona Five. I mm. originally bought Persona Five like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I think I played about four hours into the game, and then I never touched it again because I just never had time. Yeah, and then I played it while I've been on furloughed it's been one of the best games I've ever, I've ever played if it wasn't for all this I would have missed out on that game yeah this is a game It's a pretty big <laughs> deal obviously for other people it's not
0: <laughs> yeah that's it It's, it's just, yeah it is just nice to be able to get back into a game like I was literally uh, yesterday I was just playing I, I was replaying the Crash um, uh, Insane Trilogy and it was just fun to be like, you know, it's 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 still a story, but it's like it was the loose fun where I was like, oh, it's nice I'm doing something, but you're seeing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, so I, b- I believe you have a. Well, for on to that, what what's your furlough? How are you getting on? How are you?
0: Ah uh, well, oh thanks. I'm okay. How is Amy? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So with mine, it's oh, it's been a roller coaster. I'll tell. I'll start from. <laughs> I'll start from the beginning. So, yeah, about a about a month ago, uh, my boss sent an email and was like, "Hey, is it? Are you able to come on a Zoom call right now?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool." Thinking it would be like, you know, here's the plan moving forward. Um, and then it was me and the newbie, and I just looked at it like oh shit and he was basically like yeah it's between you guys it's time ty- we're not making a profit and it's oh
1: shit that
0: oh yeah <laughs> there's a silver lining just wait um please tell me if so... you're a
1: knife in the middle of you and let you fight the <laughs> hell
0: honestly dude that's how it felt it was like so you two fight to the death have fun <laughs> it's like oh god so he was, yeah he was just explaining everything how it was like because the 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 company itself is like like an independent com- uh, independent company. It's not like a chain or anything. So the entire time I did have in the back of my mind, I could potentially lose my job. Um. So we had this Zoom call and we were chatting, and then uh my coworker was like, "Hey, if if we can just stick to what the government is paying us, and then you know bring that up to HR, because originally that with them topping it up." We were like, even if we just get what the government is paying, that's fine. And then we can work it from there. So that bought us a little time, which was great. Um, And it wasn't like he wanted to get rid of us, but it was like still a, you know, it's that situation of, oh, shit. Um, And then later on, I got another email from him and he was like, hey, do you want to do this digital marketing course? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. That sounds fun, because I never really did that in uni. Like, it was all the production side of stuff. It was never really marketing or anything like that. Um, And we talked about it before at the beginning of the job, where it's like, hey, it'd be cool if we can, you know, actually start marketing and advertising and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So uh, I start that on Monday, which tomorrow even. (laughs) So I think what the plan is moving forward is that my job role is going to change. So it works that I'm doing marketing for the company, Whereas uh, the other guys still stick and doing CAD work. So it's been a roller coaster, but I still have a job.
1: (laughs) You saved your job?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. All all good. It's it's basically changing my role. And I think, um, you know, what's great about it is that the course is free for me. Like they've paid for it and it's something for my CV to have for the rest of time. So I'm not gonna pass that opportunity. Free <laughs> Yeah boy <laughs> This
1: this is this is communism at work, people. This is it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just,
0: the, just the flag in the background <laughs> uh, But yeah, that was long long story short. I still have a job. It's just potentially changing my role, which is fair news because it's more geared towards what you know what I want to do anyway. So
1: oh, it's 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 nice how you're very different for me in this respect. Oh.
2: Like,
1: as, as like a raging workaholic, <laughs> I I've <laughs> gone from a job uh, I a job that I still have and was pretty secure to another job which is secure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, <laughs> and it's it's one, of those, it's one of those things. I think it's come at a nice time as well for my one.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. come at a nice I, time. I will say, in just in a, in in a random tangent, the fact that I got a nine to five office job before you was like I felt like that sucks because you've literally worked everywhere with long hours and doing so much overtime to the point where you nearly die like it's so much <laughs> so it's nice <laughs> that you're having one where it's like you know, yeah, as you say a secure job well,
1: one, just... of, one of the funniest things that I see and I see this on Reddit because that's part of um, like the the Subway subreddit Yeah, and I see like, sometimes like people post it and just going, just finished my 10 hour shift <laughs> and I'm there, like, pathetic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was there sitting, like, hmm, try another eight to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm there doing it from like fucking 12 in the afternoon till six o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah, true.
1: This uh, you... was the longest shift that I did. Yeah. Like, three shift, like basically, three shift patterns back to back. Ugh. One of the worst bits is is that um I from like the, from twelve o'clock till twelve o'clock <laughs> so those twelve hours mm. I only had someone with me till three.
0: Oh what?
1: So I had to do nine of those hours by myself so I wasn't really allowed a break. That's... So it was like it's quiet, I'm going out for a sig. <laughs> yeah,
0: no fair if enough. Anywhere...
1: And to be fair, this is one of the things I really like about Liverpool. I don't think you could get away with this in any other place. Mm. If I was outside having a sig and someone would come in, I'd just say to them, are you right, just give me like two minutes and I'll come in and serve you. And I just not had a chance to have a break and then every single time they'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Take, no, don't rush yourself. And sometimes they'd even join me. Oh <laughs> I, nice. I feel it's only Liverpool you get that.
0: Oh, 100%. If that was Manchester, you'd literally get stabbed. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you're having a break I want my sandwich
1: <laughs> I'm walking <it>. here <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's honestly that's so true because like um I've I've compared it many times like in in Liverpool this this is one I can com- I compare it with when I lived in Liverpool in second year like coming from uni I'd like, I'd come back really late. I'd come, I'd like get the bus at midnight to get back to like my student house. But none of those times uh, did I ever feel scared because everybody was just, it was, it's such a friendly place. Like, I know there's everywhere has terrible people, but for the most part, like, everybody was just super chill. Whereas if that was Manchester, I would be on edge.
1: Yeah, Ma- Manchester does have that sort of aura around it.
2: Yeah,
1: like even when I went for like a job interview, well, God, that was about eight months ago now. Yeah, last time I was in Manchester, and I was at the Arndale and stuff. And you know what I mean? You just kind of feel an edge don't you? Like someone's yeah. near you or walking slightly behind you. You're like, he's trying to rob me. He's trying to get <laughs> in my pockets.
0: <laughs> Literally, and then you're trying not to seem suspicious, but you're trying to walk a bit faster. But then they're they're too fast. So you're like, oh god. <laughs>
1: Do you know do you know one thing I hear, right? <laughs> I, I used to have this problem all the time in Liverpool. Oh. Especially on Bold Street. Because I'd have to walk from one end to the other and it's just this big street full of like shops and restaurants and stuff like that. And mm. I'd often find that sometimes like sometimes I was faster than most people when I was walking. Because I'd usually <laughs> be like, Alright, I'm walking to work. You know, but sometimes You'd get some people who are also a little bit faster than normal walkers. So you'd walk, but you'd be slightly faster than them and you'd just sort of be side by side for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like this awkward moment where you can't just go in front of them to get back in the line.
0: Yeah. Sort of deal. <laughs> and then it's like you have to commit. So you keep going and you're going fast yeah. you're going faster than you normally would. So then you're like, oh god, I don't think I can keep this up, but you have to keep going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that that happened way too often.
0: Yeah. See this is I'm just I'm I'm one of those people, I'm just a slow walker. It doesn't matter how much I try to be fast, I'm slower than everybody else. So I just accept that and I wait for literally everybody to go in front of me. And then I'm like, Okay, I can live my life.
1: It's because you got those little legs. Those little
0: legs. <laughs> I just I got place. I got places to go, but that don't mean I'm gonna get there fast. <laughs>
1: Uh, right, so I believe you had a little rant for us today.
0: I do. It's a it's a quick one, but I feel uh, you're also going to be the same. So, as we know, in uh, for the most part, England um, pubs and cafes, res- uh, hairdressers, all that all that lot, opened back up yesterday. So you know, hallelujah but so where where i live there's a, there's a spoons literally 2 minutes away it's right in the center um and where that spoons oh,
2: no.
0: yeah <laughs> and where that spoons is there's i think two pubs as well so like there's there's one across the road from it and then one right next to it and uh, I'd, i don't know if those pubs were open i'm going to assume they were but i only saw that spoons was open um. And you know, as like oh, yesterday I was just on PS4 having a good time, and the amount of just it because like this was a probably about five o'clock. So I know it's you know it's it's ish Um, the amount of shouting and just idiots like walking past because where my house is, it's on the, it's on the uh, like a main road, and. You just saw, uh, like, packs of these people just ignoring everything and being so loud and obnoxious and stupid. And police were all around spoons, like, containing the situation. And like, for the most part, I don't and nothing, like, no fights or anything happened, which was fine. But people were just, oh, they they were just so obnoxious yesterday, just like screaming at the top of their lungs and like giving grief to literally everybody that looked at them. I was like, I <laughs> you? are you okay? Like a, like the pub, a, like you can drink, you can also drink in your house. Like I know everyone's been dying to get to the pub, but if if this is your attitude to going back to a pub to just literally chat back to Literally anybody that looks at you, you've got a problem, mate.
1: I mean, this this was something I was thinking about myself, sort of. Um, I I I like I like to hear some like not opinions, but let's, let's let's come up with an answer, is what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. And it was like. So, like, for, for example, like, you know, when I was younger, I went to the pub a lot, I drank a shit ton. I was, I was pretty bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Crazy.
1: And, uh, like, I, I remember when I used to work in Starbucks, I'd get paid on the Friday. And then me and my friend, we'd spend the weekend in the pubs and I'd blow about 150 quid on just alcohol. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I'd go back to work and the cycle repeats. And then I was thinking, I was like, but now, I don't really drink. I don't go to pubs, anything like that. You know, it's just a personal choice. I don't, I'm not really a big fan of alcohol anymore. Yeah. And, I, and I, I've been a lot happier. I get more stuff done. I'm more productive. I find more excitement in things. Yeah. Like, like especially stuff like work. <laughs> work becomes way more bearable when you're not just living for the weekend. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I was like, well, it's kind of a bit of a sad reality where the only sort of happiness a lot of these people get is by going to the pub on the weekend. So in that respect, I could understand why people were so excited, people were so happy to go back. I could understand that whole process, but it sort of digs its claws into a deeper problem of we have this sort of like culture where you have on the weekend you have to go out drinking to sort of make it look like you're living your life when in actual fact you're just throwing it away yeah i know it doesn't sound like it because a lot of people go oh, i had so much fun and all that and that's that's incredible that's you know it's great that you have fun
0: yeah
1: and that but it's like surely there's got to be more to like life than living for the weekend or living for that
0: yeah i get that
1: as a, like, yeah. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. This is a question I've sort of been pondering for, like, a long time and stuff, because I've always gone through this thing of, like, there's got to be more to just this life of going to work and coming home and going and getting drunk. And then, do you know what I mean? I've, I've always yeah. pondered this sort of thing. Like, there's got to be more. <laughs> it's like, is this actually... Is like, because I got to a point where I was just thinking, like, is this it? Like, I'm an adult and I'm doing... What every other adult's doing, and I'm bored. It's, yeah, this whole life is now. Am I going to be doing this exact cycle in twenty years' time? I don't want to be doing this in twenty years' time. Legit. You know, in twenty years' time, I don't want to look back and just go, "Oh yeah, I went on a crazy holiday to like Ibiza. Oh, what was it like? I don't know. I was pissed for all of it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be anything like that. Like, I went when I went to Turkey. I had one night where I was drinking. And that. Mm. what one night where I was drinking every other night, I was sober. And yeah, do you know, I had the best time there. I you know I saw so many things. We even like, you know, went like trekking up to a castle and stuff. So we got yeah. to see loads of cats because cats are amazing. <laughs> and literally, if you go to Turkey, there are cats everywhere.
0: I love that. Yeah. Just like
1: hanging out. <clears throat> like, yeah, like stray cats everywhere, but all like the restaurants and all the places, they feed them and, you know, keep, give them water and all sorts of stuff. So everyone looks after them. Oh. But they just don't have a home, really. No.
0: That's so. That's like bittersweet.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of them. Like, I don't think they need the home. Yeah. You no, know, they're, they're happy as it is. They get fed, they get water, they get to go play about wherever they want. They get you know, the attention. Adamant. Yeah, it's a free life for them, yeah. effectively. And, I, you know, they've got shelters in places, you know, they can always hide, they've always got a place to sleep somewhere, because cats can sleep anywhere, let's be fair.
2: Yeah.
1: And I, You don't see many dogs. Either. Hmm. Yeah. And that, and that was that. I and mean, then it was like, those are the sort of holidays I want to go on.
0: Yeah, I feel that. But
1: so the question I was sort of coming is like how could you make someone like an experience like that into like sort of everyday life? So you're not just kind of going, I need to live for the weekend, I need to live for going to the pub on the weekend. You know, live for doing something that generally makes you happy. Or generally make, gets you excited to get through the week and that's not alcohol and making you forget the week.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: And how how do we Go about changing this.
0: Oof, that is a that's a deep question.
1: That one of my theories on it is we need to have more investment into adults. Oh, and there's a reason for this. So you know, I can't remember the exact statistic, but it was a very very high one. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who will listen to this and they will agree. When you leave Thanks. school, you don't do sport ever again. Yeah. Like PE was the only chance you ever did some sort of sport. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'll argue I'll argue this, like PE isn't for everyone.
0: Oh god, no. No, no, no.
1: However, there is a sport for everyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Regardless of your skill level, uh, regardless of your abilities, regardless of your coordination, regardless of everything, or you, you know, there will be a sport out there for you. And you know, something that will generally make you excited. And I think having more adults explore these routes is some is a lot better. Like a, it'll help curb Raise an obesity rates It'll help people's health. Reduce strain the NHS. You've got to <laughs> generally, raise mental, you know, like sort of mental health for people. Yeah, makes people more social. And yes. that that's, that's my my sort of feeling on it.
0: No, that's fair because, like, if you think about it, like I remember with high school, it was like it's either like, especially when it came to PE, it was like you either hate it that you don't want to do it or you're being pushed to like do it as a career like there was never an in-between where it was like as you say like oh i enjoy this sport and just want to you know something to keep me healthy but also to keep me interested um
1: and you know i i saw it a lot of times when i was at school i because obviously our school we did football rugby cricket athletics Those were your four outdoor sports.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or in the... uh, Well, I don't know actually if this was just for the girls, but you might have done it as well. Like badminton, tennis, rounders. We um... did
1: badminton. We never did tennis.
0: Oh, fair enough.
1: We did badminton, but that was one of the indoor. So our indoor ones were badminton, basketball, gymnastics, and trampolining at one point.
0: Yeah. Trampoline it was go-
1: oh. We eventually turned it into like indoor cricket.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch that window. <laughs> to be fair, one that one that I really enjoyed was um volleyball. Like that that was indoor.
1: Oh volleyball, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to love volleyball.
0: Yeah. It was just like that yeah, I just really enjoyed doing that one. But again it was like it it seemed to be oh we're just You know, this is like that was a nice one because it wasn't like anybody was being, um, like pushed to do it as a career. Because like the main, the main, um, well, the main ones that you would see was obviously like football or, um, I think basketball as well. Like those, I I got, I got
1: pushed, I got pushed in basketball and rugby.
0: Oh yeah, rugby as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Those are the two I got pushed in, but. You just sort of helps prove my point. You're someone who I'm gonna guess you didn't really like PE.
0: No, I specifically is <laughs> is a, a fun one. So I was in um, middle set, and I was like, you know, it's not, you know, it's in the middle, it's fine. But there was a lot of people where it was like, they th- there was clearly people who wanted to be in top set. So instead of actually enjoying what you were doing, it was a lot of like you know say you you didn't hit the ball or whatever it'd be like what the fuck how could you not do that and just like lose their minds and just stand there like i just wanted to enjoy this game so i requested to move down a set and i did but and then you, i enjoyed it
1: sort of you've just sort of helped prove what i was saying yeah because you enjoyed volleyball i did like imagine if there was a volleyball club near you where you could just go and you don't have to do competi- compete or anything like that you, know, you can just go. You could make some new friends, and just like once a week, go play volleyball.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's like I, I get with that. um, yeah. No, I'd, honestly I would as well because it's I know from like at my work, my <laughs> my my boss uh, plays squash. Like he has his um yeah. his, his squash club, and um, you know, it's like he has friendly competition with someone there, but it is something that he just does during the week. That he has fun with, and I'm like, that would be really nice to just
1: to just do. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love I'd actually love to go play a volleyball. Guy used to have like a wicked serve. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. I, I I was that one kid that like did a you know threw it up and overhead slam.
0: Ah, uh, okay, you were that person. <laughs> I I, I
1: uh, was that kid. Like when I, I, I was in, when I was in school, I wasn't like physically, I wasn't like the best, but technically, I was insane. <laughs>
2: And that's that's where
1: that's where I excelled at everything I was like, set te- rugby physically. I was incredible.
0: Hey. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> being six
1: foot two in school, like, is a really good trait for rugby.
0: <laughs> I'm there at five foot. Like, don't talk to me ever again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that, uh, and I, I remember, like, I used, actually watched like uh, one or two YouTube videos of how to serve volleyball. With God. this is in year seven with Mister Harrison. Yeah. And that, he was like, you know, he was huge in sport. And he was the one that showed me how to do the technique correctly. Oh, nice. So, like, every year when it came around to doing, like, volleyball, it's like, you know, I might have been picked middle of the bunch. And that. and then, Ooh. you know, everyone quickly realised that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Because the whole point of doing, like, the, you not know, overhead serve. Because when you jump up, you create a better angle to dip it. Yeah. So imagine, like, you know, you just sort of, like, throw it up and, you know, hit it, whereas I'd, like, run up, throw it, jump and slam it. And as a result, you got a bit more height. So the higher up you are, you can see more of the opposite court. Yeah. Because the net's quite high, isn't it? Yeah.
0: I'm literally just, like, picturing, like, truly just an anime style where you jump up and it, like, freeze phrases on you, like, hmm, and you just scout in the area.
1: <laughs> <like it. laughs> and I, I was never that good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd, I'd often, I wouldn't really aim, I'd just sort of dick where the ball was sort of leaning towards. If that make sense? Yeah. So the like, just you know, you never, I'd never throw it up perfectly, so I just sort of had to adapt to how the ball was moving in the air.
2: Mm.
1: And, uh, it was quite. It was it was good though, because like, especially like you know, when like year eight, and year nine, and everyone like thinks they're like balls at volleyball, and you come along and just ace <laughs> <eat> them. <laughs> it's great.
0: It's it was great to prove people wrong. Like you have that moment, and it's like, whoa! It's like, yeah.
1: And like, With... It's one of those things. Like when I was in school, we actually had a volleyball team.
0: All oh, right.
1: And, that, and I... I'm pretty sure, like, we were the only team to have ever existed at the school. But
0: and I'm literally just thinking, I don't, I truly don't think we ever had one.
1: Because there were six of us that like that just liked to play. Yeah. Because when I was in school, I did that. I did basketball. I did rugby, and cricket, yeah. athletics. I, I, I just did any sport. Of me did rowing <laughs> at one point.
0: Oh, uh,
1: dragon boat racing. That one's insane. That's fun. <laughs> oh,
0: interesting. Now affairs. I think yeah, it is. Yeah, it is those extremes though, isn't it? It's like you either do it for life or it's literally you just never do it again. And it's like I know, obviously. There are things available, like if you search up, you you know you'll probably find a club with a with a spot that you like. But it it is, as you say, like it, Yeah, adults aren't really invested in, or like it's not in. It's one of those things. Like it's not. You almost feel embarrassed to do it.
1: Yeah, which is why it needs to be more accessible. I yeah. Agree. I don't know, like you see like, all this funding for sport and it's all for like grassroots levels, so it's all for kids, but nothing ever for adults.
0: Yeah, or it's like, you know, the, the yeah, again, it is just more centred to kids because there's things like, um, you know, like judo or whatever. It'd always be, oh, we'll get the kids to do it and then, you know, you, you stick with it. You know, the theory is that you stick with it for life, but how many kids drop out being like, oh, I don't want to do that? But then later in life, someone might be like, "Oh, it'd be really good to do that." But most of the, you know, most of the classes or whatever are for kids.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, here, here's something for you, right? Oh. So I, I I wanted to teach you a little something. Oh, okay. Oh, to give you a little lesson.
0: She's gonna teach me a lesson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've I've noticed this on Twitter over the last couple days and stuff like it's it's it's, it's been like you know, partly due to like the coronavirus but it's also because people are idiots um, okay <laughs> I, I i'm gonna specify a certain group of people if you're anti-vax flat earth well <laughs> stuff, you are basically an it and this is the thing right and I got into an argument on Twitter because I was a little bit bored and I wanted to feel good about myself. I did, <laughs> I did what any normal person would do, and I had a argument on Twitter. We're flat earther. That's
0: yeah. Fair <laughs> I really need a pick me up today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Best find <fight>, an idiot. <laughs> and this this guy was arguing, and he, and he was arguing that gravity wasn't real. And
0: that Okay. <laughs> so Sorry,
1: what, I said. One the one of the points that I made was how does your flat how does gravity work on your flat Earth? Because if it's flat it doesn't really make sense. Yeah?
2: Yeah. Uh
1: so for example, gravity works on the earth because the earth has a huge mass. And anything with a mass has gravity. Me and you Quick science. me and you, Amy, we have gravity. But it's so small it'll never be noticeable.
0: Damn
1: it! <laughs> yeah, the Earth, however, being as large as it is, about forty-two thousand kilometers in diameter, is hmm. so big. It's got its, you know, it's got gravity, and that's what pulls everything down to the Earth. Yeah, and this flat Earth uh, decided to start listing stuff like buoyancy and density and stuff, and he didn't really make sense of it. And then when it and I said, "But what about you know gravity?" And he was like, "Well, we don't really know about gravity. It's just a theory." <laughs> so you know, oh, I had to crack my fingers and I had to educate. Yeah. <laughs> and just,
0: you have, you just have, you <laughs> just have Isaac Newton there, like, "Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> it was was my work <laughs> for nothing." <laughs>
1: <sighs> I love that. Sort of, but not at the same time. I'll get I'll get to that at <laughs> another point. <laughs> Basically, okay. I, uh, so Isaac Newton's um, stuff got disproved by Isaac uh, Albert Einstein. But, oh. like Isaac Newton can explain a lot of stuff, but Albert Einstein could explain a way a way more, way better. It wasn't that he was useless; it was more it got more refined with Einstein.
0: Fair it days. was it
1: was a stepping stone, in the basic way. Yeah.
0: Basically me and you (laughs) Yeah
1: So I I, I wanted to talk about the scientific method Yeah Go ahead Because a lot of people got very defensive About this When he And well defensive towards towards me So like were against me on this And were saying but it's just a theory But it's just a theory Yeah Mm. And theory in science is not like a theory Anywhere else Not like a game theory
0: I was literally I, was, I, was, <laughs> I had to refrain and I was like, I'll find my opportunity soon <laughs> Okay,
1: so uh. in science you have to go through the scientific method Okay, so first you make an observation mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll use uh, no, I'll, Isaac Newton as the example for all of this So I, He noticed an apple fall from the tree Pretty mm-hmm. standard Then he created a <laughs> hypothesis This is your next step And a hypothesis is an educated guess. This is what most people mistake for the theory. Yeah? So for most people say, you know, it's just a theory, a game theory. It's a guess, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah. Most people think it's a guess. Well, a guess in science is a hypothesis, but it's an educated guess. Yeah? Yeah. So this person, you know, uh, Isaac Newton, he, he noticed something fell, and he went, hmm, that fell because... X and Y, basically. So he Mm. tested this. Yeah, he tested this and he basically picked up the apple, let it go, it fell again. Yeah? Yeah. And then he started wondering, like, you know, does mass affect it, for example? So does something with more mass affect how fast it falls? And It's actually Mm. rumoured that Galileo tested this from the Tower of Pisa. Ah. Back in like I think the 1600s, maybe he tested this in the leaning tower of Pisa, and that.
0: Interesting.
1: Basically, you have to create two variables. You have to create an independent and a dependent. The independent variable is the one that can be altered. So, if we're looking at something like mass, that's your independent variable. Yeah, and you have Mm -hmm. your dependent variable, which will change if there's a correlation between the mass. Okay, so he you have to eliminate all other variables as well. I forgot to mention that. So, if you're dropping something, (laughs) you need to get rid of air wind resistance, you know, stuff like that. So, you need to have two items that are the same shape, different weights. Mm. And this is generally done in like schools where you'll have like something like a golf ball and a basketball the same shape. If you drop them both at the same time, they both fall to the earth at the same rate. Mm. Okay. The reason why you got to eliminate different things is because if you dropped a basketball and a feather, the feather will float down because air resistance is acting upon it. Yes. When it doesn't act the same upon a basketball. That's why you need to use the same, the same shapes. And then you find out, you know, this things. If what you find out. Doesn't match your hypothesis, your hypothesis is wrong and it needs to change. Yeah, so then you create a it. new hypothesis. Yeah, <clears throat> so if you drop two items at the same speed, you went, Oh, well, obviously, the item that's heavier is going to drop faster. Mm. Yeah, makes sense, makes sense, but it's wrong. Damn it. <laughs> So if that was your original hypothesis, you scrap that and then you bring in a new hypothesis of going two items with different masses of the same shape will fall at the fall to the ground at the same rate. Mm. Yeah. And then from this you can create a law. Yeah? So Mm. the law of gravity is if you drop something, it will fall to the earth. Yeah. That's the law of gravity. The theory of gravity is generally something that is consistent beyond reasonable doubt. Okay. Ooh. That is the, probably the best way to put it. So it's you can test this as many times as you want with many different items as you want. As long as they are the same shape, it will always, always react the same way. Yeah? Okay. And you can test this with two different types of shoes. Shoes is a pretty, pretty yeah. good one because both the bottom of the shoe is generally the same shape. Yeah, and that. So if you got like a pair of boots and say a flip flop, drops them, they will fall at the same rate.
0: There you go.
1: So, so this is basically consistent, without reasonable doubt. You know this happens. There's no ex. There's no other variables. You know making its effect. Yeah. So when someone says but it's just a theory. A theory means beyond reasonable doubt. (laughs) Got it. And the best thing about science is if something comes and disproves that, you throw that theory out and you you create a new one until you get it right. And there you go. And that's the beauty of science. (laughs) (laughs) We'd love that. Uh. (música)
0: There we go. See always always a science lesson here. You can always you can always tune into these episodes and you'll learn a little more about science.
1: Just a little more each day.
0: Just a little more. <laughs> and this all came from a Twitter argument.
1: <laughs> I had to put him in his place like, you know, he, he brought it on himself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's it. It's just especially with everything going on. Um Twitter's just become even more stupid, really. (laughs) Like, just there's so many people just coming out with these, like, I don't even know where they get it from, just things that they say with, in regards to anything going on. It's incredible.
1: Mm, It is incredible because a lot of the time these people, they've looked at a YouTube video and they've seen that and gone, that is fact,
0: <laughs> literally, or it's it, it's something they've read, like they've seen in like the sun or whatever, and it's like, oh, that's true, and I'm like, you go- look like it 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 baffles me where it's like, oh okay, I've read this one article about it. it's gotta be true, like no, if if you like do some do some digging, like see if. For example, if I if I see something and I'm like, hang on a minute, is that actually is that actually legit? I'll search up whatever the thing is and do a little more research on it and then come to my own conclusion. But it seems a lot of people right now are literally just being like, Oh, I've seen this. Like they don't even most of the time they don't even read the article. It's just like, Oh, I've seen this headline.
1: Like for example, like anti vaxxers. Yeah, so I'm gonna do a quick <laughs> quick Google search here. So, what is in a vaccine? Okay, Ooh. here we go, because you always find some fucking crazy shit.
0: <laughs> What's in a vaccine? Autism, apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell, <laughs> you've got your autism right in there, <laughs> and that, I mean, you have to get a lot of people. They'll call themselves doctors. And, uh, yeah. and like it is one I found, uh, Doctor Amir, specialist homeopathic clinic. Whoa. It's like, oh, and it's like, do you know what's in vaccines? And it's like, well, not really, because you know, I'm not the person making them.
0: <laughs> what was what was that? The the ho- the homey one?
1: Homeopathic clinic. It's, homeopathic is pseudoscience. Basically, Uh, so this person isn't a real doctor in any sense of the word. (laughs) Right, he's a salesman. Got it. So let's not forget this: homeopathic is pseudoscience. There is no credibility behind it at all. Got it. That's that's. uh... So you know, put put down your healing crystals (laughs) (laughs) because you are being tricked. Alright, so um Mercury is a is one here. Mm. Mercury. Do you know where else you find mercury? Go on. Apples. Oh, ah,
0: okay. I
1: was
0: thinking it was a fruit. Fish. Oh. Ah.
1: Fish. Tuna especially. Like you can't eat too much tuna because it's got mercury in it. Ah. Have you ever have you ever heard tuna?
0: No, you know what? I'm not. It's 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 never appealed to me. But I do eat a lot of apples.
1: And that, I bet tuna. You a fan? I I, I like tuna. Tuna's Fair a good enough. one. <laughs> okay. I, I I like me fish. Tuna's a good one. Okay. Tuna ben. contains mercury. I ain't dead. So. <laughs> and tuna contains higher levels of mercury than a vaccine. Yeah. Ah. And if tuna's safe to eat, the mercury in a vaccine is going to be safe. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you've got human and animal cells. Ooh, animal yeah. cells. Animal cells. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder where, where else you could find animal cells. Other than, other than meat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there that, that goes my answer. <laughs>
1: What about like chicken with the skin on? I'm pretty sure that's got cells in. Uh, yeah.
0: You know, when you have your, your big family roast and you've got that big roast chicken, you know.
1: And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure fish have cells. Mm
0: hmm.
1: And, uh, and then, you know, they've got all sorts of stuff like, oh, this has got formaldehyde. For- Ooh. Okay, formaldehyde is just basically It's, it's a gas. Yeah? Yeah. It's, gas is used for building. So it's, it's an organic compound. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's completely safe. <laughs> fair
0: news. <laughs> fair days. And that. Well, that that's it. It's just interesting where it's like this vaccine that has literally been created to help protect you against, you know, whatever disease or or illness or whatever people have a problem with, yet they are fine to drink alcohol, which is, <laughs> or like smoke cigarettes, where it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, the vaccine that's supposed to help is somehow worse than literally just drinking poison.
1: Yeah. Well, this is the thing, though. A lot of people don't understand science that much. That, For example, so when you're measuring something, you have You measure anything that creates a biological effect in the body, it's called a toxic agent. Okay. Mm. That's the official name for it. It's a toxic agent. Mm. And it's it's one of those where the name doesn't really help it. (laughs) Let's be fair, toxic.
0: I mean, yeah, no.
1: (laughs) And that and you have basically a toxic threshold. Okay. Uh, Toxic threshold is basically What are the safe levels of this So for example paracetamol is a toxic agent That Mm. creates a biological effect in the body Yeah we know that the toxic threshold Is about 200 milligrams Well I'd say about 500 But 200 is kind of where they let you go to Without you know Got it And that And it's the same with all, all these other ingredients in Vaccines Mm. And stuff. It's like yeah, like yeah, you might go, oh but it contains this. Like for example, that formaldehyde is a it is a carcinogen. Okay. However, at these small levels, it's harmless. It does no effect on the body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just something that's used to help weaken the virus that's inside. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> there you go. A lot of people don't seem to understand that. Uh, apparently, it's got gelatin in it. Oh. Yeah, gelatin. You know, that come from like pigs, cows. You know. All that stuff. <laughs> yeah, like if you if you eat, you know, if you eat a big chunky piece of meat and it's got a bit of fat on it, that's where gelatin comes from. You know, you got to eat an animal. You may as well use the rest of it. It's not a waste.
0: I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: another one is a 5g numpties
0: Uh,
1: 5g numpties uh, they're my favorite ones currently (laughs) our bodies uh, are not are not capable of withstanding 5g and it's like yes it is (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's putting out the same the same radiation waves as a microwave and it's like that oh, is correct yeah it does however it's not the waves that are very that are very dangerous it's the power that's dangerous mm. okay, most microwaves work up to like 700 watts yeah a 5g telephone pole will maybe put out one ah one single watt of power interesting and, uh, and uh, we're talking about waves a B why is the sky blue 5g? 5G, 5G. <laughs> Relates to waves, but why is the sky blue?
0: Is hmm.
1: it something interesting for is you? It,
0: is it... I'm, I want to use... I want to I pretend I have a big boy brain. Is it like the ref, the reflection of, this, of the sea? Is it something no. like that? Damn it. Okay, never mind.
1: <laughs> so, uh, have you ever seen... What are they called? Uh... They've got an album called dark side of the moon pink floyd dark side of the moon album Oh,
2: yeah
1: and you, got, you got the prison you got the light and the light reflected out of different colors yeah. and that this is what happens in our atmosphere when light hits it here yeah. and all these different waves are coming off so all these different colors are different wavelengths yeah some of are big some are small however it's the blue that's in your range of vision so your vision can only notice the blue Oh. And because all that light's bouncing about up there and doing whatever it wants to do, you can you can only see that light because you can only see the blue colour because that's the only one that's in your range of view. Oh. So other animals can see further on this spectrum. Ooh. So it's entirely possible to other animals the sky is a different colour to what we see. So it's part of biological that we see the sky is blue. Yeah. Um, well, it's mainly because it's biological, but it's also because of all this light reflected off, and because of like the different wavelengths, we can only see a certain wavelength, which happens to be the colour blue, and that's why we always see the colour blue.
0: That's really cool. I like that.
1: It's, it's not the biggest. It's not the most that's given off. The most that's given off is the colour purple. Ooh. However, we can't see the colour purple because we can't see those wavelengths. But there is a lot more purple up there than there is blue.
0: That's so interesting.
1: Right? So there'll be animals out there who can see that purple. And if they can, the sky will be purple.
0: That's pretty sick.
1: There might be some out there that can only see the colour red. Like the wavelengths for the red colour. So they'll see the red colour. If you look at a rainbow, what's the hardest colour to see in the rainbow? It's the purple.
0: Mm.
1: Purple's the hardest colour to see in the rainbow.
0: That's pretty... I like this.
1: And I've got, I've, got some <laughs> nice, I've got some nice little facts for you. A nice little little fun bit. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay? So, in ancient Egypt, did you know that they believed the god Atom created the universe?
0: I'm going to say yes, because that sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, so ancient Egyptians believed the god Atom created the universe by masturbating and ejaculating.
0: Didn't know that! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well right into my though. <laughs> <chapter. laughs> <laughs> and the every floor of denial respond, uh, corresponded with how much he came. That's so to honor, this, <laughs> to honor this, pharaohs would like uh, like to honor this. Pharaohs would masturbate into the Nile. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for creating our earth. Ah. <laughs>
1: These are the part of history you don't get to hear about Uh, (laughs) For for uh, good reasons
0: (laughs) Truly Truly the main part of history that we don't get caught uh, Don't get told Is just the fact that everybody was just horny bastards And were just like Sex created everything (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love
1: that One of them was uh, Benjamin Franklin The guy who was credited for writing the Declaration of Independence Oh no that's Thomas Jefferson But yeah. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin was there. He was involved somehow. He,
0: he was hanging out. He was there.
1: However, <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't allowed to contribute to writing the Declaration because it was believed he'd put in dick jokes. <laughs> this is a, joke. a history book would never tell you. <laughs> when
0: the jokes go too far, and it's like, right, we've had enough of your jo- We we've just had enough of you dicking around. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Could you imagine when they're writing like the amendments for America? <laughs> There's just dick jokes in there. That'd be incredible.
0: <laughs> the Second Amendment, you have the right to bear dicks. No! <laughs> <laughs> Get it out! Get it out, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny.
1: And that, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. I'm going to ruin this guy for everyone now.
0: Is, I'm just, uh, what, did what did he do?
1: Edgar Allan Poe, the original goth, as some people like to say. Mm. He married his 13 year old cousin. Oh no. He was a nonce. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all might look up to him, but he was a nonce.
2: Yeah? Oh no. Stop
1: looking up to him.
2: Stop I'm not even. Sigmund
1: Freud. Didn't think there was much I could say about him because it's not already known, but here's one. He had a huge cocaine addiction, Okay? Yeah? He also yeah. had a friend with a massive morphine addiction, so he offered him cocaine as the cure for morphine addiction. Oh, Jesus Christ. As you can expect, the end re- result did not go very well.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my God. That's truly, truly insane. I'm just searching up the... the uh, fucking Edgar shit and yeah she. this I'm just, he was 27 when this happened that's I'm upset
1: Nonsense. Okay.
0: <laughs> this boy right here Nonsense.
1: <laughs> get him out of here
0: uh, oh my god
1: <laughs> did you know right
0: i'm so what now <laughs> I've,
1: got, <laughs> I've got a couple more I've got a couple more here. Henry the 8th okay there's a prophecy okay. about Henry VIII uh, about you know, like he's gonna die in a bad way and the dogs are gonna like lick his blood and crap like that.
2: Mm.
1: And that uh, and his prophecy sort of came true. Oh. Okay. And when Henry VIII feels he a big, he was a big fella. Apparently, weighed some about one hundred and eighty kilo, one hundred eighty-one kilos. Oh. Which is a lot of weight. That's like three times, over three times average human.
0: Oh, right. Uh, okay.
1: And and uh, as a result, uh, when he was in his coffin, before he got buried, he exploded. Oh, my God. <laughs> he exploded in his coffin. All the gases that were built up beside him tried to escape, and he exploded. And as a result, his blood basically poured out the coffin, and it was licked up by dogs.
0: How? the obviously was sort of true. How metal <laughs> is that? Like... <laughs> The that's biggest tyrant
1: that's ever lived, going out in an explosion. It kind of said
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just, I was just I've I've just searched up how much um, one hundred eighty-one kilos is in in stone because that's 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 the one I work with. It was twenty-eight stone. Like <laughs> Jesus, how did uh, how did how just I. I uh, Look, I never won a body shame because everybody's beautiful. However, how?
1: <laughs> well, it's uh, from Kevin the 8th. It's a lot due to his horse riding accident. He was bedbound after it.
0: Ah. And
1: then okay. obviously living like a king, eating the way he could. He could eat meat all he wanted. He just got fat yeah. and exercise because he couldn't. So, fair
2: enough. Yeah.
1: Up, fair so. yeah. And, uh, uh, female pirates. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Already on board.
1: (laughs) Female pirates often, often opened up their shirts to show victims that they were killed by a woman.
0: Oh, Oh, ah! When
1: you see something, when you see something about pirates, and then the woman's got like you know a tip hanging out, swinging them all about for all (laughs) to see. So a fight scene, she's or she's she's just unbuttoned the top in the middle of it. This is all. This is what happened. It made people. Made another pirate got Oh shit, I was killed by a woman. Sort of thing. And it was a big deal back then. Uh, yeah. Woman power has lo- been going on for a long time.
0: I love that so much. <laughs> that's just <laughs> like, you've been killed by titties!
1: <laughs> right. Oh, that's so cool. I think I've got three more.
0: <laughs> go ahead. Honestly, they're getting good. They're all good, but obviously, it's like you go you go from pirate titties to nonce, It's like there's there's no in between.
1: <laughs> there really isn't. So <laughs> we've got we've got a similar situation. Um, so we've got Albert Einstein. We all we all mentioned him earlier. Ah, uh,
0: yes, yes. Right,
1: he he uh, married his first cousin.
0: What is with these people? <laughs> Was he? Am I getting this mixed up? Or like, was, was he a virgin when he, well, that was when Isaac he died? Newton. Ah, okay, the other guy, the other guy. That was Isaac
1: Newton.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, that,
1: that's that's what you get for discovering gravity, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you you're fucking nerd.
0: Everyone at the, <laughs> everyone at the time was flat earthers, so they were like, "Well, I'm not going to have sex with you. You crazy cool. nut." <laughs>
1: Uh, fun facts uh, the earth is no one has ever in the history of ever, except the 20th century, thought the earth was flat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they uh, put it was originally sort of known by a guy called Pythagoras. Okay, yeah, he made an observation with a well, all right, two oh. different wells in two different in two different areas of uh, ancient Greece, and he noticed that the sun uh, 12 uh, midday. In one well would reflect no shadow and in another well it reflects a shadow and he proposed the only reason this can happen is if the earth is round a couple hundred years later a guy called aristotle came about <laughs>
0: that that old chestnut
1: <laughs> and that and well during his time there was a solar eclipse uh, sorry a lunar eclipse where the earth went in front of the sun Ooh. and when you looked at the moon uh you could see the shadow of the earth and obviously the shadow of the earth was round yeah. And so using that he went, Ah, oh, the earth is clearly round. And then uh Eristimus, I think I believe he was called, he was the guy who a couple hundred years later again, this guy calculated the circumference of the earth using nothing but a stick. Yeah, so at twelve wow. o'clock midday he had you know, he looked at the sun in one place and the sun cast no shadow on this stick. So he was like this is his starting point. He went and travelled about 80 kilometres to another place, put a stick in the ground, waited till midday, and uh, had a shadow. And he went, right, I am going to use this. What's the difference between these two places? Did a bit of quick maths and came up with, I believe it was 40,000 kilometres. He was about Mm. 75 kilometres off the actual circumference of the Earth. And he calculated this thousands of years ago with nothing but a stick.
0: I know, you can't blame him. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> I... <laughs> like, it's, sure. it's, it's very interesting to think of how these, you know, like, especially that far back, but, like, how scientific, like, you know, theories or discoveries were made when it's, like, you know, like, uh, it's easier now because the more things are available for scientists. But back then, it's like there was literally nothing. So that's just really yeah. cool.
1: He used a stick.
0: Used a goddamn stick.
1: A stick, just an ordinary stick, and he a almost perfectly calculated the circumference of the Earth, which is insane.
0: You know what? You get a B.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But we'll go go back to some more crazy facts for you. Go ahead. This is the part of history that history doesn't teach you.
0: (laughs) This will will be our new segment at some point. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I've got two more. Hitler took amphetamines to stop farting. <laughs> Some historians actually believe this is the reason he went mad and in the end, he was actually having withdrawals when he committed suicide.
0: Wow. Uh, what? <laughs> wow. Okay.
1: That's <laughs> so, Contrary to what most people believe, he was panicking in a bunker and shot himself. No, he was having withdrawals and he farting a lot. <laughs>
0: I love that so much. <laughs> it was all too much. She's like, oh, ah, God. And just, <laughs> Oh, wow. Guys, and it's it... okay. It's okay to far. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. <laughs> you don't have to suppress it.
1: <laughs> and here we go. We're going to go on to the last one. This is awesome. just a sort of bare of proof that homophobia is a more recent thing rather than a historical thing. And that actually being homosexual is as natural as being alive. Hey. Spartan soldiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spartan soldiers were notoriously gay. They would actually have sex with each other to create closeness. Yeah? So a lot of them when they were born as males, they were trained from birth. And basically they'd never really see a woman, so they'd have sex with each other. You know, that's sort of like, you know, I'm gonna fight for this person, we're gonna fight for each other because we're all close, sort of deal. So yeah. the men actually fought harder because they wanted to protect the ones around them. Yeah. yeah, when they left the army when the military and, that, and then they marry a woman often the woman would shave the head and wear men's clothes oh wow mm. so even that... even cross-dressing has been around for thousands of years right cross-dressing has <laughs> been thing for thousands and thousands of years and some I people today that. don't accept it so stupid, truly. I'd say, I, I, like, you know what? If they, if Spartans were still around, I'd dare any of these people to go say it to one of them because won't end well? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a very aggressive, then. <laughs> Literally, I
0: truly, I love that. Like even even just in the obviously, I love it because it's gay. But also, it's like it's interesting with that mentality to be like you know, soldiers having sex to, to get closer, to fight harder for each other, it's just, like, it makes sense, it's in it's it's interesting but also it's great because it's gay that's <laughs> that's my takeaway
1: Well, think, think of it this way, right you get, um, I don't know you get some crazy couple from Rochdale, they've been on Jeremy Kyle, you know <laughs> back when it was a thing <laughs> Yeah and they've gone off, you know. The woman's cheated. The guy's very aggressive, and he wants to beat up the other guy, mm-hmm. and that you know, it's it's been a thing for like years and years and years. This sort of like instinct thing. Mm. It's like you've you've harmed the person I have sex with. I now beat you. so <laughs> it's very caveman, but it's still well drilled within humanity. Yeah, <laughs> and as the fact that we we see it today. Mm. These are important history- lessons in history that nobody teaches.
0: <laughs> we need to get this in the schools. <laughs> <laughs> they need like, to know about Spartan soldiers having sex!
1: <laughs> and we've, we've told people about Benjamin Franklin. You know, he was yes. notorious for sleeping around. He actually wrote a biography about it. Like No. I, oh yeah, I, I generally believe Benjamin Franklin was the original Chad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that. <laughs> oh my god, the OG! I love In it. That,
1: I'm gonna end, end that one, this thing, on a very disgusting one. But it's so a, a person we don't like, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Go on. this is Napoleon.
0: Ah, uh, we love him.
1: <laughs> uh, being being the British, we are we're not big fans mm. of Napoleon. I appreciate Never. he was a fan- he, he was a fantastic leader. Like, mm. Absolute absolute years ahead As a military general Yeah He had a really weird fetish though Oh no
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> So often enough uh, His wife would never Change her clothes or wash Because he likes the smell
0: Oh god oh.
1: Uh. And often enough When he went into like Battlefield He'd have a pair of soiled underwear Oh no <laughs> From her that he'd basically just sniff on.
0: Oh my god, no!
1: <laughs> Told you, it gets way worse, man. Even... Sort of seeing the reason these are taught in history. But.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's. that. I... 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 Right, okay, listen. We're getting, we're
1: getting to like today where, you know. We're starting to see like the bad in all these historical figures and all that stuff. I thought I'd like, go a little bit further and tell you how bad some of them really were. Might
0: as well, might as well. You know what, you know what, whatever, whatever gets you off, sure. But my only thing with specifically that is how... nasty. Ne- like, it, it's nasty. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but that's not clean. You'll just get so, like, so many infections. I can't do this. <laughs> oh, that's the oh no. That's do, you want, do
1: honestly... you want a nice one? Do you want a nice
0: one? Please, please don't end on shit. No. Like we got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: gotta end it on somewhere else, man. This is okay, you know
1: what? Nice. Okay, 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 okay. I got a nice one. It's still about Napoleon, but this is kind of a funny one. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's have that. Let's
0: have that. So
1: Napoleon was not a short man. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't a very short man. It was a. He was part of a military unit, and in this particular military unit, it was filled with like Dutch people who were notoriously tall. And one of them called him a short ass, basically. And the nickname stuck. And he hated it. Because he wasn't actually a small person, even, no, he was about average height. But compared mm. to like other people, he was, a, he was very much a short ass, and just the nickname stuck with him. Mm. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Kind of funny. I've got a, a rant I want to do. <laughs> sure, go ahead. I feel I've ranted, but I need to rant at one more thing. I've been very prepared for this podcast. Ooh. Okay,
0: you <laughs> okay. know, what? We'll, we'll, we'll go with it. Let's let's do this.
1: Yeah, this is about The Last of Us 2, so if you want to skip this, you can skip this. <laughs> perfectly fine. But I will not reveal any spoilers at all, so you're safe there. I'm just going to call some people out. And hopefully Ooh. they'll meet me behind, you know at the bike rack at three o'clock and we can have a scrap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I'm, so re- I'm I'm so ready for this.
1: Okay. Uh, so Laura Bailey, who is one of the voice actors in The Last of Us Two, has been getting death threats online. And it's like, I'm sorry, but this is just this woman is a voice actor who did a fantastic job. Uh, I get you are not happy about the game because you're very simple, but <laughs> Yep. But there is no excuse for threatening a voice actor, especially with death threats. You know, They're if you want to threaten someone, come threaten me. I'll come sort you out.
0: Hell yeah, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got it tight and
1: Three PM, bike rack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so true, though, because as like you see it with everything, right? Like, like my my example being you know reality tv for the most part people are sending death threats because it's like oh i hate this this character or whatever and it's like you can you can hate that character if you really want to but why send death threats to the people who are doing a like who are doing a job like it has nothing to do it's it baffles me that you hate something so much that you have to threaten the life of someone like it it's just insane
1: yeah. I said I said this exact same thing about Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Joffrey was a character you're meant to hate. Yes. Yeah. And the actor who played Joffrey did an absolute fantastic job portraying that.
0: Mm. Like he was he was
1: an incredible character. He was the perfect choice for Joffrey. Yeah. Like absolute amazing actor. Yeah. Because he made everyone absolutely hate him. Yeah. Excellent. And he 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 got threats.
0: It's just, I mean, it's so
1: stupid. He's it really just is. an actor doing a good job. Yeah. I what Ramsey Bolton, he was, you know, he was getting frets. He was the biggest dick on the whole thing. And that's saying <laughs> a lot with Game of Thrones because there was a lot of dick. And it's,
0: <laughs> it's, Calm down, Benjamin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> And you know it—it says a lot, though. If, if, for me, if I—if there's an actor who portrays a character I'm supposed to hate really well, and I hate that character, that actor was successful. They did. Oh actor. yeah,
0: a hundred percent. This was my argument as well. Like a, a little random, but like, well, no, still on topic. Like with the like with the Joker, I I hate him with a passion, but obviously everyone loves his character, and it's like I en- I enjoy that I hate him, like that because that's what you're supposed to do. It was like, another another example is um, Light from Death Note, the anime not the terrible <laughs> the, the terrible film, but uh. like, I, uh, I'm sorry to bring up the trauma <laughs> but it's like, I, I hate his character, but I enjoy that I hate him because that's what they wanted so it's like, it's fine to hate characters if you're meant to or even if you're not meant to, what's not fine is threatening people, like just get out of here with that shit
1: yeah I mean, I know I started this thing off, this little rant, threatening all you people that are sending death threats, but you all had it coming.
0: (laughs) Come on, you know what? Send all these death threats here, I dare
1: you. And it's like, I'm not afraid of these people, because I'm not a voice actor.
0: Is it?
1: Yeah.
0: We just use our our normal
1: voice. It does not matter. It's it's all funny here, they all threatened the female voice actor, but never threatened any of the male people involved. It's like, huh. You're, you know it's... you're, you're all just gonna get away with like threatening women like that
0: mm-hmm. It's, it's <laughs> inherited misogyny it's ridiculous right, right. <laughs> We're so sick of this world Where are my pirate ladies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> pirate ladies out here
0: my pirate ladies I want you to kill people and show your tits that is the life. <laughs> There needs, there needs to be a game Right, can they redo Assassin's Creed Black Flag but make it a female pirate <laughs> just, Every time you kill someone you just flash Like, ah, oh, that would be the life Ubisoft <laughs> looking at you I know you're doing Valhalla right now I know like, that's the life But um, just throwing it out there <laughs> Oh yeah, as, uh. like yeah, The Last of Us Two is like recently I've been because I'm still avoiding spoilers and stuff, but I've been seeing there is a lot of hate towards it, and I'm like, I, you know, I can't say much because I haven't played it yet. I've not seen anything to do with it because I I want to save until I get it. Um, but from what I've been told, like from you and from Louise, it's like the story's very. It's it, it sounds like it's one of them where, it's like it's not a typical story like it's it's gonna make you you're not you're not gonna finish the game being like oh i did a a, you know i got the good ending or whatever it's like you play it and then you're like oh like it's it's kind of it sounds like a game that's gonna make you think and i'm I'm very interested in that but a lot of people do want that thing where it's like oh yeah i defeated the bad guy and you know that kind of thing
1: you're in a world where fairy tales don't exist (laughs)
0: yeah. <laughs> this, this is what's hilarious though is that people are like, oh I want a gritty game that's like, you know like challenges me and all that you get it, ah oh, I don't like it it's just like, the <laughs> fuck you're doing if, if, fucking play Mario where you always get a good ending then if you can't handle a game that's literally set in an apocalyptic time that's gonna be like fucking brutal don't play mm, but, it then
1: But shout out to Super Mario though, like the real good guy yeah, always, He's a real good guy. Everything. Like everyone needs to be more like Super Mario. Like you know, Bowser constantly kidnaps Peach, but he still invites him go karting.
0: Ex- yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and to play tennis.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say, when they have every time when they have a new game, he is always invited. He is never left behind. So you know what? Props to Mario.
1: I just always wonder whatever happens to Waluigi at this point. What's he got going on? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Waluigi, I when he needs his own he needs his own game, like I. I know I think Warrior Warrior has like his own game, right? Like, or am I completely?
1: He does, yes. yes. I think it was for one of like the Game Boys or Game Boy Advance.
0: Yeah, I re- I, I remember him having a game. I don't know if Waluigi yeah. has, but totally. World. Yeah! 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 Yeah.
2: Ugh.
0: <laughs> waluigi needs his needs his own game right wow. like the de- <laughs> the, de- the amount of dedication and love i see from people to waluigi i'm like give the people what they want and give them a waluigi game like just fucking go for it
1: all right uh, so i wanted to have a little topic conversation oh you might you might get lucky here for us because we might have another two hour episode
0: <laughs> Just gonna say we're aiming for this again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, and we've got a lot to go about. This might be the final topic before we get to the good news. Okay. Yeah. Uh So I saw something before, and I'm pretty sure you've all heard of the YouTube channel Watch Mojo.
0: Of course. We always get our top
1: tens. <laughs> we discussed this last week uh, about friends not being really mm. acceptable today. And it's like, yeah, all right, further. They made the list, obviously, because that's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> we watch of the most offensive jokes in Friends.
2: <laughs> oh no,
1: there's a lot of them. Like this, you know, you got everything from, you know, alcohol, alcoholism, mm. not even alcoholism, like a recovering alcoholic who you know they call boring and like you know, all treating differently. Uh... You know, you've got fat shaming you've got you know, homophobia mm-hmm. you've got people who are not happy with breastfeeding uh, you know you, you got you know you got ross who's very possessive you know very very possessive when you think about it
0: yeah honestly you know what right this is a, <laughs> i was gonna sound very hipster then because I was gonna be like you know you see it at, like nowadays where it's like yeah, Ross is this character. But even watching Friends, like, back in the back in the day when I was younger, I was like, I actually really don't like his character. He doesn't seem like this good guy, <laughs> like, at all.
1: <laughs> he seems like every single, I'm going to use, like, common, like, good guy in real life, sort of thing. Yeah. Because like, they're a yeah. good guy, they deserve something. It's like... <laughs>
0: Doesn't it work om- like that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it um, it it, it yeah, it it, it kind of reminds me of Ted from How I Met Your Mother as well, where it's like, oh, because I want this, I should have this, and it's like,
1: eh. don't get me wrong, like it's nice to have like ambition or something like that or something to aim for.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's always a nice thing to do, but don't go about it like Ross. Never. And that no, because like you know, Ross is a. He's very possessive, as I've said. He's, he's, he, he, it's like today's standard, he's, he'd make of a lot of women very uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: oh, 100%. He is that guy at the bar that you're like, I really hope he doesn't walk over to me. And he walks over to you.
1: <laughs> he, he's that guy at the bar who buys someone a drink and expects something.
0: Yeah. Ex- yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And uh, you know, Don't do that, guys. Don't be Ross. Do not be a Ross. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, the topic I want to discuss is about Friends, and it's about Chandler's mother.
0: Ah, yes.
1: Well, for people who don't know, Chandler is a character in Friends, very sarcastic, very funny. Yep. Like, a lot of his jokes still stand today, because it's just sarcasm. There's no real offence put into it, really. It's just him being sarcastic, which a lot of us are these days. hmm definitely. And, uh, like, we all relate to him in a very, very... Human way. And Ch- Chandler's mother is a. What is his mother? He is his mother? Would it be his mother now? I don't know how this works.
0: I'm assuming so.
1: <laughs> so Chandler's. Okay, I'll, we'll start from a past tense. Okay. So Chandler's father, when he was young, transitioned into a woman.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And is now a trans woman.
0: Yeah, trans oh, women God. And women. yeah no I, I i remember the the episodes now <laughs> I was like yeah and, like, that, I
1: and for the whole thing that like, you know they just basically trans shame the entire thing yeah. and i wanted to sort of discuss this a little bit because it's one of those topics where i i get that yeah we're in 2020 and mm-hmm. that, it is still a very hard topic for a lot of people this
0: i was you know what this this is really interesting because I literally saw this yesterday. Right, so I saw a post on Facebook which was um, similar thing. So it was the Family Guy episode where Quagmire's dad transitions into a woman, and oh yeah. You, know, yeah, you know Brian ends up having sex with her, and you know when it's revealed that you know she used to be a man, he throws up for like a, a like a minute and that's the gag and it was like you know people laughed at it and I I will admit I laughed at it when it happened but then like grow like learning about everything I'm like hang on a minute that's that's pretty shitty um and there was uh, I cannot remember the film but it was a um a, a Jim Carrey film where he also ended up sleeping with a woman who used to be a man that's all I can remember I I uh, it's going to bug me what the film is I think he's a, I want to say he's like a, a either a police officer or like a secret agent whatever and he's trying to take this company down kind of thing
1: I it's, think it's me, myself and Irene
0: maybe I'll be honest, it yeah, didn't tell I me don't what think the film.
1: I don't think it's a man that he sleeps with it's a woman who uses a dildo to, on him yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, what? <laughs> okay, no, that's a that's a very different film. No, this this was one where it's like she used to be a man. It was like, I you know what, if I find it I will I'll I'll, I'll put it up on uh, Instagram or whatever. But yeah, that that basically came up on my Facebook and was like this is how the media is still seeing uh, trans women and it's and it's not fair like for you know, for young trans people. Uh, uh, kids and all that even you know and adults it's not fair to see in the media where it's like oh people are just gonna throw up or like they have to wash themselves because they've slept with you like that's really not a good message at all like it's just not fair
1: yeah i, I, I completely agree. Like it must be like really disheartening if you're someone who's like sort of transitioning or you're having yeah. those thoughts you know you're in the wrong body you're not comfortable with yourself, or anything like that, you know, it must be really, really shitty. and you watch something like Family Guy, sure, you've laughed at for years, and you mm. see a scene like that, and it's like, oh, so just basically because this person is trans, now this person's throwing up for hours on end, it's like... Literally,
0: yeah, it's it's not, because it, it's like, um, on a bit of a personal level, not just, uh, not comparing to uh, trans stuff, well, it's, yeah, but you know what I would usually see is like, um, if there was a lesbian on a show, um, it would be like they were almost predatory. So it, I think, I want to say it was something like Coronation Street, but there was, you know, there was a there was a lesbian in it, and she was like talking to a friend, uh, and then when she turned around, her friend was like getting changed, so she like took a top off, and you saw her back, and then the girls like you know, she stares and then looks away like, oh no, I'm, I'm having these thoughts. And I was like, hang on a minute. That's not, that's, that's kind of weird. Like, are we just seen as like predatory? Like we can't control ourselves. And then it was always made fun of like, you know, <laughs> again, going back to PE. If it was like going in the changing rooms. Like if the lesbian walked in, it was like, oh, I can't get changed. She's going to look at me and do whatever. And it's like, mate, like, W- lesbians in a changing room have way more control than like t- f- 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 like most men to be fair i was no, better hey.
1: than yeah. <laughs> 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 like,
0: i didn't, didn't want to be <laughs> i literally stopped because like wait i can't can i say this and then i was just like it's true though like b- you see it all the time and then in like you know a, a male teacher is like oh i can see your bra strap and it's like why the fuck are you looking there in the first place i literally go in the chain like i would go into the changing rooms see it like sometimes a naked girl and i just get over it where it's like oh you know we're getting changed like if it if, 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 like if i can have that self-control why the fuck can't you <laughs> it's just like what. <laughs> It, ba- it baffles my mind when yeah, it's, it's always it's that like predator
1: yeah. inside of you. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. In the media, it's always played like. I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I want to say this is honestly one of the reasons I do watch a lot more cartoons or like animated shows compared to like you know live action because when it comes to queer relationships it's not seen as predatory. Like, it's actually just, they, they do it in a way where it's like, oh, this is just a love story. And it's cute. Instead of doing it where it's like, oh, I have to contain my urges. It's like, what the, what the f- like, what, what's happening? Stop that.
1: <laughs> do you know what? There is a, a really good anime for this, actually. It's called uh, Stars Align.
2: Ooh, okay. If
1: you've got um, Amazon Prime and you can get Funimation, it's on there. Nice. You might be able to, you'll probably find it on Crunchyroll, you can probably find it anywhere else you watch your anime. Yeah. But um, it is basically about a tennis, uh, tennis team in like this high school. Yeah. And, you know, there's like different members, and it, it, it delves a lot into like what they're all going through, and they're all going through different things. And there's this one, there's this one guy who at first he's like attracted to one of the male, one of the members of the tennis team. Okay. Okay, and then he gets invited to be the manager of the team.
2: Oh. He does,
1: he's not a big fan of tennis. Doesn't no, not really. Physically wants to play it. He just wants to be involved. So they allow hmm. him to be the manager of the team, so he can get involved and help out the team. And everyone, everyone warms to him, everyone, you know, him, and he's, you know, there's points where he's getting bullied because of it, and then, like, oh. the tennis team step in and, like, you know, sort of do that. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and that, and you know, they accept him for him. Yeah. And then there's a really, later, later on, they want to go to another school to, like, sort of spy on them. Oh. And this one player who's there is, like, really famous, sort of player you know, he's he's like a model who plays tennis. So often enough at his practice he has loads of women that stand and watch.
2: Okay. So they
1: decide to so like they decide to two of the members, one being the gay person and one but being one of the straight people, decide to dress up as a woman as women to like sort of go up and spy without seeming suspicious. Right. And that, <laughs> and well when they're sort of like picking out the outfits, the lad starts talking about stuff about how he's not comfortable in his own skin and all this and he wants to you know, talk and all this lot and then the other guy starts talking like, you know, saying like, you know, just be yourself, you know, accept you for who you are. It might be a journey mm. and that, but you'll be you'll feel way better once you discover who you are. And just because you don't know now doesn't mean you'll never know. And yeah, that. And then he starts talking about one of his mum's friends Who you've seen in a couple episodes And that And his mum's friends is a person that's uh, Transitioned from female to male Oh, And that And then you're like Ah <laughs> that's, that. that's cute And it, and it is a dead nice figure, And the person's like could I speak to this person At some point because it'd be nice to Speak to someone who feels sort of have gone through the same as what I've gone is like yeah of course you can like, but like no matter what you what who you know who you think you are, we're all here to back you up and support you whoever you want to be, but that but that's for you to choose,
0: yeah
1: whatever makes you the most comfortable, whatever makes you the happiest we're all going to be here backing you up every single step of the way. But, that's like, so. Sweet. And then like you um... know like the kid for like b- before all this like the guy's crying because he saw you know he's scared. Mm. And stuff, and it shows like the range of emotions that he goes through, some of the thoughts that he has. Yeah. And just the, like, and all, all it took to like comfort him was just one person saying, doesn't matter what you are, we, we're here, we're friends. Yeah. Doesn't matter who you want to be. You know, all that matters to us is your happiness.
0: And that's it, That's that's all people want. Where it's, where it's going through something like that It is just a case of I don't want to lose anybody Because you can lose people over it It's ridiculous that you can Because it's like it, Honestly it's selfish on the other people's part Because it's like This is your friend and you're literally going to stop being friends Or like it's your family or whatever And you're going to stop that just because You have an issue with this Like get over yourself
1: Yeah and there's literally a point where When when they've dressed up and they go to meet the rest of the guys before mm. he set off to the training like one of the guys like the turns to him and goes oh wow you look amazing oh. do you know like Heart eyes and he's like and it's like are you really it's like you look incredible <laughs> like you know the whole thing
2: yeah
1: and then like some random person who's on like another team turns up and uh, and they, they know like he wants to keep this a secret that though know, he likes cross-dressing because like his sisters dress him up and put makeup on him mm. it's like one of his favorite things to do his sister knows all about this and she's accepting, they keep it a secret from the parents. Yeah. So, so it's one of those things don't really want the word getting out, but he's happy that the few close people that are around him know.
0: Yeah.
1: So when this other person turns up and was like, Oh, who are these who are these beautiful ladies? They sort of like shoo him off. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, Oh, come on, but like these are two honeys, why are you not letting me talk to her? It's like, get the get you know, get the fuck away. <laughs> and he's like,
0: mommy the shell is that's quite cute. That's I like that.
1: And, uh, but this, to be honest with you, it's one of the animes that really shocks me because it really goes into like some dark themes, mm. and I'm not. It's you know it's still based around you know like m- high schoolers.
0: Yeah, like finding identity.
1: Not even like finding identity. It's stuff that they go through, and it's something I feel a lot of. I reckon there's a character on each. There's at least one character someone will relate to. Yeah. Regardless that's... of who you are, there'll be at least one person you relate to, regardless if you're straight male, you know, black, female, trans, it doesn't matter. Like mm. the whole spectrums are. There. There's someone there's someone that's going through something that someone else will relate to. Yeah. And it's stuff like one of one of the main characters his parents have divorced mm but the dad comes back like you know because he's they're supposed to be hiding from him but he comes back because he's found them
0: oh
1: and basically robs them and he keeps doing it oh god but when he does it he abuses the kid like beats him up oh. and theres other kids were like you know he's you know all he wants to do is play tennis with his friends he's getting pretty good scores but his parents don't accept him playing tennis hmm you know, wants him just to do nothing but study. Yeah,
2: all uh, so
1: the characters were. It's like, oh, if only you was as good as your brother. If only you know, you were more like your brother. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, and it's just one of those things. There was a little something in there for everyone. It's a classic anime like sort of thing where they're playing tennis and they're all like. You know, powering up and <laughs> for fun.
2: Hell yeah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's, it's always like, need it's to. All that crazy anime there of that, but you've just got some dark themes in the background of it.
0: <laughs> a little bit of a tangent, but yeah, it's it. But anything else you want to say about the friend stuff, or was that like the main part? I don't,
1: it was a, so anyway, with the friend stuff. Uh, a lot of the episodes are spent ridiculing. So this is what I was sort of thinking, like. Obviously like so, something like that could be a bit difficult. and I feel it's one of those where it, like, for example, obviously it's not okay to you know make fun of transgender people. Mm. Right? But I feel for its time, it did, a, it did a good job relating on the effect of someone in that time period would have of that situation.
0: Yeah, I get what you and mean. It's, it,
1: it's interesting to see how far we've come from that was, like, the acceptable norm to now it's not. Yeah. Being, like, no, in no way am I ever going to say it was the right thing or anything like that, because it definitely wasn't.
0: No, no, definitely.
1: And that, but it, it... Do you know what I mean? That was only 20 years ago.
0: Yeah. And I'm that's it. That... How far
1: we've come through that.
0: Yeah, Not 100%, yeah. Because it's like... Um, another another one that um, I, I keep seeing popping up. Um, it was a Sex in the City episode, and I, I've never watched. I don't know any of the characters, but um, one of them stating this guy who's come who like has just said, "Oh, I'm bisexual," and literally the next, um, well, the next five minutes that I saw, who knows? It was probably the whole episode. They were literally just being biphobic like how can he be so okay with telling me this it's not you know is he sleeping around with all these men and like just you know just this all this stuff that you know if 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 we heard it today it'd be like I'm sorry what <laughs> so it's like yeah it, it it is one of them I get what you mean because it is a thing of yeah that's how people would react at that time that doesn't make it right but it sh- it shows you that's literally what people would do because it's it, it you know now we're more accepting and we're a lot we're a lot more willing to learn and like understand these worlds or like fair enough not if not understand just accept it rather than just being like you know saying these things um but I, yeah I agree it's like that's that's how people would react it's still how some people will react but it's gone significantly down and we know it's not okay to react like that but you can't just pretend that people won't react like that. So, yeah, I get what you mean. It's it's not the right way, but it is with it being in the show. Yeah, like I I get it.
1: And uh, and to be honest with you, like I've stuff like that I will obviously you know back then especially, mm. you know because this is something that happened to Chandler from a young age. So yeah. he, you know this happened when he was in I think he was in high school. Yes.
0: So yeah. this
1: would have been back in the eighties. When he was there, for someone at that time period, something like that happens. To someone that's have a lot of like, because he would have been bullied for it, he'd ridiculed for it, mm. you know. And he, he, you can understand why he resented the whole thing. Yeah, like it's one of those where yeah, the jokes were really bad taste, mm. but portraying how someone back then would have actually res- responded to this is pretty accurate.
0: Yeah, no, de- like, definitely. Than,
1: he would have been bullied for this. He would have had severe mental issue- mental health issues because of it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that. And, uh, you know, it's part of the reason why when he grows up, like, you know, he's just a sarcastic person.
0: That's yeah, the whole like- reason
1: he is the way he is.
0: Mm.
1: Sort of deal, you know.
0: Exactly. Like, it would yeah.
1: never be acceptable now. It never was really acceptable then, but I just think it was a very accurate portrayal of how someone back then. Who would have found out in high school. Would react to it after probably being bullied about it.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely. It's it, it's as well because I'm thinking of the Family Guy episode as well because like the way, um, it's it's just interesting because the way so the scene was like, um, uh, like so Quagmire's dad before he became before he transitioned was uh, a navy like a navy guy um they were like celebrating him like i don't know what it is like retiring or whatever um and you know the the jokes kept coming where it's like oh he's gay he's actually gay because you know everyone in the navy was being like oh yeah your dad was like you know had the biggest penis or whatever like just literally things like that and then quagmire (laughs) was like are you gay and he's like i'm not gay it's like all right and it's like but i am a woman trapped in a man's body and then quagmire's like oh just be gay and it's like it's interesting where it's like i'd rather you be gay than be trans
1: yeah it's it's what they're worth i think family guy is trying to be progressive
0: see it isn't it oh look
1: we 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 accept gay people yeah
0: literally the majority (laughs) of their gags is about gay humor and like you know it it this is the thing like some sometimes i get it where it's like yeah some of the some of the jokes they do is like shock factor as well as like ho- like almost holding up a mirror to society where it's like you let this happen or like this is happening in wherever so we're going to point it out and i understand that but a lot of the times it seems to be lazy where it's like oh we'll just make another gay joke here or we'll make a joke about black people here or we'll do you know like it's be- it seems especially in the newest seasons, it seems to be a lot of like lazy humor.
1: Yeah, like to be fair, I think one of the few TV shows that have always sort of done it right is South Park.
0: Yeah, I get
1: yeah. They've done it right in a wrong way. Yes. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that's,
0: that's that's totally right.
1: <laughs> and that. And it's like, for South Park, you know, for example, when South Park's doing something about a certain topic, it's to raise awareness and basically tell people how stupid they're being about this certain issue.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know what I mean? Like, for example, when, what is it, the teacher becomes a woman. Yeah. And the whole thing, you know, she, you know, she's, go- she's going on, going like, "I am a woman," you know, for the whole thing, telling everyone that she is a woman. Mm. Everyone calls her a woman, and that. And then obviously they all have like some silly things go off, and I like, have people overreacting to it. Yeah. And you know the fun's not poked at the transgender person; it's poked at the people, who are not okay with it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Exa- exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And it's one of those, like, yeah, they might, they might pork fun now and again. Mm. But South Park's one of those things where nobody's safe.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, legit, Legi- yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like, if you, find, there's a, if you find transgender jokes on there, you'll find gay jokes. If you find gay jokes, you'll find straight white men jokes. <laughs> if you find straight white men jokes, you'll find ginger jokes. You'll find a joke for everyone and everything. Yeah, exa- nobody's safe. <laughs> that's probably Legit- what makes it so accepting <laughs> Yeah,
0: ex- yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: And that's you know kind of like for me, you've got like obviously some crazy characters like Mister Slave.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mister Slave. The whole thing, like, it just seems like a lot of the time. Like, you make it out as like he's got this outward appearance of just being gay, but it's like. When he actually talks like the kids, and he's being open and honest with them, he's like this like dead knowledgeable guy who's responsible and that.
0: Yeah, do you,
1: know, do you know? what I mean? Yeah, he's got his stuff and like the stuff that he's interested in. He's not afraid to be who he is and that. But
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know there's a point where he puts Paris Hilton up his ass, like
0: <laughs> truly.
1: And, uh, you know, like for example, when like Paris Hilton's releasing like the sl- like the line, and it's all like be- being a slut. Yes. And, that, and going, oh, you can't slut shame me and all that, and then he comes along and goes, you don't have to be like Paris Hilton, though. Like, G- if no one's saying you can't, you know, you can't sleep around or anything like that, but just don't be like Paris Hilton about it <laughs> and be an asshole. Literally. And uh, and there's nothing wrong with sleeping around, you know. Don't be Paris Hilton,
0: <laughs> and that's the life to live by. <laughs> uh,
1: should we get some good news?
0: Yeah, if you're if you're ready to, I am as well. I've got one lined up. Yeah. If you want to, I've got jump one right lined in. up. To. Oof, <laughs> oof,
1: we've got a real tweet for you.
0: <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna be good.
1: I think okay. kind of, most people know my good news generally re- relates to like climate or anything like that.
0: Yeah. My, yeah. Mine ranges from, like, animals to, like, cool things. It's literally... <laughs> that's, that's the best way to put it. Um, uh,
1: well, I've only got one currently, so I'll go first and then we'll get all yours done. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about yours.
0: Here's our Around so, the Web segment.
1: <laughs> so, 15 giant tortoises have saved a species... Well, save their own species in the Galapagos Islands by breeding 1,900 babies. Oh, my God. These giant tortoises were almost to the point of extinction. Yeah. Basically, they, they collected 14 of the last, like, the last remaining 14 tortoises. There were That's... only 14 left. Okay.
0: Hmm.
1: Fifteen is the one that was in San Diego Zoo. Yeah. And using these fifteen, and they've basically breed in 1900.
0: That's really cool. Babies.
1: And that. And this this whole thing was actually created in the mid-60s. Yeah. So this started in the mid-60s. So this is like 55, 50, 60 years later. And now, you know the repopulate that's so cute. In, uh, uh, and uh, since the nineteen hundred have the nineteen hundred have been reintroduced to the island yeah. and survived to adulthood, they've created more.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: So about two thousand three hundred children. And this is all from the original fifteen.
0: That's (laughs) incredible. Oh, this is this see guys, we're getting the turtles.
1: (laughs) uh, One giant tortoise named Diego contributed to approximately forty percent of that.
0: (laughs) Yes, Diego.
1: (laughs) So I say we create a petition to rename him Chad.
0: Nah, Diego, is like the Spanish Chad. <laughs> <laughs> the <Argentinean> chat.
1: The Argentinian chat.
0: yeah, sorry, there you <laughs> ah, I love that I love that so oh. much. And well, that- you know what? Some of so, um uh some relating to uh tar- tortoises and turtles and keeping safe with the sea and all that. Uh there's a company called I think it's equal Straws. I'm going to say it's called that. Um, it's E-Q-U-O. Um, they've launched on a Kickstarter a 100% biodegradable and com- eh? compostable straw using natural ingredients sourced from local farming communities. So this is a uh. edible straw that will reduce, again, reducing plastic waste. Saving oh. the turtles!
1: <laughs> That's cool.
0: Yeah, I honestly, I found this really cool. I thought, you know what, this one would be one that you'd really like because it's got everything you love. It's helping, it's helping the turtles. It's got Kickstarters. It's all biodegradable. I was like, this is the one. <laughs> so you get coconut straws. Um, you've got rice straws. Dried grass straws. Um, this one I won't be able to say. Oh, wait, no, I can. Sugar cane uh, straws. Um, which they're like, oh, you can use this for, like, bubble tea or, like, you know, they've kind of, they've put them into categories that would be good for, um, you know, what you're drinking. So, which I find really, really cute and just, like, just really cool. All of it's really cool. So that's currently on a Kickstarter if you want to contribute anybody.
1: Do you use any reusable straws?
0: I have so we have um, Leah has a bunch of these, of course, Mickey Mouse straws um, (laughs) that are like wait. See, I normally I don't use straws. Like I never need to, but if um if I'm out, usually who I'm out
1: revelation there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just drink, (laughs) but um yeah no most of the time if it's a bit like usually if I'm out I'll get, you know it'll either be like paper straws so it's you know, one use and recyclable or I don't use any straws or if I'm with um, if it's in the house, we have the Mickey Mouse straws and if I'm with my friends um, one of my good friends, Eleanor she always brings metal straws so it's like, this is what we're using if like, we need a straw so always always being good but most, yeah, truly most of the time don't use straws
1: oh, I use <laughs> uh, bamboo ones
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Oh, man, I got it um, online. I'll see if I can find the website. I think it's Gore Green.
0: Ooh. Oh, that's well cool. I like that. Cause see, the only like the only issue with the metal straws is obviously the taste. It's a bit like, eh, But I like I like the sound of bamboo straws. That's adorable.
1: But yeah, the. They're very, very easy to clean. Yeah, they're oh, they're pretty they're pretty cool. It's bamboo.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to live that panda fantasy? <laughs> and
1: that, uh, yeah, you know, and you get like a couple of them, and they're all different shapes and sizes, yeah. and that, uh, and yeah, it's just what I use. So, oh, that's it. So, the website I got them from is a company is from www.ingreens. So, uk, mm. And it's a, it's a website where basically everything on there is all reusable stuff. And they have uh-huh. student discounts. You get 50 percent off if you're a student. Ey. Like moi.
0: <laughs> Ey, you get that. <laughs>
1: And they've got everything. They've got you know, reusable straws, uh, reusable makeup rounds, uh, interdental brushes, bamboo. Well, I think they're just you know they're more responsible to throw away. I'm not too sure about them. You mm. Get some Himalayan salt, paper tape. You know you can get you know patch strips, activated charcoal. You get angled rainbow straws. Organic unrefined shea butter. Mm. And there's, there's a bit of everything. There's a travel section, a bathroom, beauty kitchen, mum and baby, cleaning, first aid, self-care, garden, and a gift shop and then a vegan at the end.
0: That's really cool.
1: And it's just one of those things where the everything is sourced ethically. Everything, you know, is responsible. It's stuff that won't harm the environment.
2: Yeah,
1: and you know you get to be a little bit of a hipster in front of your mates. Um...
0: Hell yeah! How many people <laughs> yeah. are going to be so jealous of you pulling out a bamboo straw? They're like, "Oh, damn! I want one." <laughs> like,
1: like, back, back when I used to like go to spoons and that, and they started mm-hmm. introducing. I used to do it in McDonald's as well when they introduced like paper straws, and then they try and give me a paper straw, and I'm like, "No, thank you. I've got my own." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I like and that,
1: that. And at the time, people were like, "Who is this guy? What is he doing?" And then now, <laughs> one of the most acceptable thing out there to have a reasonable straw. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, want, I don't want to. just some straw that's been sitting on a you know confectionery table. I don't know who's touched that.
0: Exa- exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it might be in like a little paper wrapping, but I don't want to touch that.
0: Exactly. And you know, have your own that you know is clean that you'll have on you. And just like it, yeah, so simple.
1: Or you get, nice win- get these nice little pouches as well, where you can put them in to keep them covered.
0: Oh, that's cute! <laughs> See, there you go. Or just be be the ultimate flex and just never use a straw. When you go out, if you're going out to McDonald's, just lift the lid up and just drink. Like you don't need no straw. <laughs> there
1: are two types of people in this world. <laughs> exactly,
0: but you know what? Both are making a difference. <laughs>
1: All <laughs> for helping the turtles. <laughs>
0: exactly. So, in
1: a decades long fight to recover the world's rarest wading bird, it's turning the corner with the success of New Zealand's massive effort to prevent the extinction of the most unique and amazing species. Ooh. And this is the khaki. <laughs> yeah. I love or that a name. black A black stilt. You know What's it called? Ah. And they're native to New Zealand And their numbers have gone up by 30% to so 169 Nice It's just the largest increase in nearly 40 years
0: Whoa, that's cool
1: And uh, and they're trying to you know, They're trying to do everything they can To keep these birds, because I'm, I'm pretty sure They're Oh no, it's the kiwi, that's the National bird, but khakis are up there
0: Yeah <laughs> I'm just i'm just Hi. seeing the khaki now it's so cute
1: right birds are amazing man like why we go study more birds
0: it's, birds are fierce right okay
1: it's but just the fly. most
0: they can fly man they can fly right. they know what they're doing they like they have they have life figured out they don't need no first class tickets they are first <laughs> class okay
1: right. my favorite part of going to the zoo is going looking at the owls and the hawks and the falcons my favorite yeah. and the bats the bat cave's always a bust. Oh but yes. Because bats are cool as shit.
0: Bats, <laughs> bats are like they're, they're that level of cool, but also thanks to the internet, they're that level of cute where it's like, I need to see them and I the need to see. They're flying
1: doggies. <laughs> exactly, they one. are flying doggies. <laughs> <laughs> one one last thing. Uh, I mentioned this last week, Ocean Voyages Institute. Yes, yes, yes. With the largest cleanup. Um, you can go onto their website and donate money to help them. Oh, there are nice. Do more expeditions and do that. I've done it, and I encourage more people to do it, because if you've seen the pictures of, you know, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, then it's somewhere that does need sorting. <laughs> and these are the people yeah. on the front lines doing it. Give them the help. It's, it's going to a good cause. It's you know, and it's a non-profit. These people aren't raking in millions and millions of pounds doing this. They're doing this because they want to save the oceans,
0: and that's great. <laughs> I'll be donating after this. I'll tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it doesn't have to be much. Donate a pound, not a fifty p, whatever.
0: Literally, it all it all adds up.
1: It's Literally, you know support. just something. If they've got if they've got an extra quid, that could be an extra loaf of bread to take with them. That's exactly.
0: There you go. I'll need Doesn't food happen. on this busy work day. Mm.
1: You no, know, they went out for forty-five days. They're going to need food. Your money might exactly. not. You might not have to donate hundreds and hundreds. So they've got all this fancy equipment. Sometimes it just needs to be enough to feed someone for an extra exactly. day. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Oh. oh. There
1: you hey, go. Donate. let it. helped these. It,
0: guys. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's good there you go another another two ap- hour episode guys you're welcome
1: you are very lucky
0: <laughs> exactly there's so much to talk about <laughs> well, so much as, to discuss. exactly as as you said at the beginning we really do appreciate everybody listening and you know just sticking around it's great we're having fun we hope you're having fun and feel feel free to get in contact just leave any comments on our Facebook or Instagram, we'd love to get your opinions on any of the situation. Well, anything that we've talked about today.
1: Um, we, we also told you last week that if you find someone throw a litter on the floor, speak American Italian to them and tell them off. You know, yes. if you've done that, let us know how it went. <laughs>
0: Please let us know. Even go ahead and record it. Just like have fun with it, guys. <laughs> Put it up on our Insta. <laughs>
1: I'm working here.
0: I'm working here. Don't, it. don't do it <laughs> uh, well thanks again guys for listening and we'll see if we do another two hour episode next week we'll we'll leave that in suspense <laughs> thanks again guys and we'll see you in the next one